Hey, hey, Annika here. Today I started the day with a mastermind group uh, with fellow leaders from the John Maxwell team. And today's topic was failure, the failure mechanism, how to make it work for you instead of against you. So this is chapter eight of a book called Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. And um, <clears throat> this topic um, created some, uh, yeah, some conversation, not disagreements, but uh, different opinions, different perspectives. And I think they are extremely interesting. So just to begin with, um, I, the question for today is, do you have more success or failure in your life? I think we all would like to say that we have more success, but I also think that most people uh, feel that they have more failure. That is not working as they want. They're not where they are. They don't have everything they want to have. They are not experiencing everything they want to experience. So, and why is that? There must be a reason, right? And the my, my statement about this chapter today was that I don't like it. And forgiving, I'm going to trigger someone now and forgive me. But I said in pretty harsh words that I feel that this chapter talks about weak people. I'm so sorry I say this. Um, but what I mean with weak people is those who make excuses, who have a reason for every situation that why this is not working, why this is not working, why that can't work, why you can't do this or why you can't do that. If you have an answer to everything and you feel it's a reason... I'm going to blame my coach, my mentor, Paul Martinelli, because he did it to me. He said that, well, as long as you hold on to that excuse, you're never going to succeed. So most reasons we feel are holding us back from success that are helping us create and repeat failure are not reasons, but they're excuses. And I do believe that now. I sincerely and profoundly believe it. Uh, so let me just share some takeaways, um, some good things from this chapter. For example, um, there's this person, he's seen a lot of patients, Maxwell Maltz has seen a lot of patients and talked about how they express their life, their challenges. And he created this concept called failure mechanism and the feelings that we experience in failure are he he created so failure f frustration hopelessness futility a aggressiveness that is misdirected i'll get back to why it says misdirected insecurity i insecurity l loneliness lack of oneness not belonging to a group or connection of a relationship u uh, is for uncertainty r is for resentment e is for emptiness and the r i find particularly interesting because if you have resentment and you let it be there and you nurture it, it will turn into pity. And the worst thing I know is self-pity. Uh, when I have a conversation with someone who is clearly expressing and feeling self-pity, something ugly inside of me comes out. And yes, there are moments when I, I slipped into it myself and that is one of the negative side effects of investing your whole life fortune into personal development is that you become very self-aware. So not only is it uncomfortable to be at the place where you feel self-pity, but when you're aware of the fact that you're doing it to yourself, then, oh my goodness gracious, it is 
so horrible. Um, anyway, so something from the book here it says talks about this friend, this person Jim, uh, a very successful man. He had gone from being a stock clerk to a vice president of his company. His golf score was in the low 80s. He had a beautiful wife and two children who loved him. But he felt chronically frustrated because um, from the way he saw it, he he should, well, he wasn't perfect. He he should be. He should be the chairman of the board. He should be uh, not in the low 80s, but in the low 70s in his golfing. He should be such a perfect husband and father that his wife would never find cause to disagree with him and his children never misbehave. (laughs) Those are not children. Those are what are the aliens, maybe. Um, So, and I wrote in the book here, I wrote, that's just stupid. (laughs) I think that's stupid. Like, really, if you expect that, then I think you're stupid and I'm sorry. Maybe maybe I'm the one who's stupid. Maybe I don't understand. But if you think that you're never going to be challenged, never going to have a um, frustration in a relationship, then, yeah, then I believe that you are lacking some contact with reality. Uh, what else is there in here that I didn't like? Um, yeah, let's go to this one. Uh, it says, the mental attitude that engenders insecurity is a way. It's a way of substituting sham and pretense for reality. It's a way of proving to yourself and others your superiority. But it is self-defeating. If you are perfect and superior now, maybe you feel you are. I, I know some who do feel they are perfect and superior. Well, if you do, then there is no need to fight or try harder or, you know, come at it again. In fact... If you're caught trying real hard, some people may consider it like evidence that you are not superior. So the conclusion will be that you're not going to try because then you don't risk being caught making the statement that, yeah, I'm not perfect. So that's why I'm trying. So you lose your fight even without trying. Uh, You lose your will to win. And in the book here, I wrote, who would do that? Who would do that to yourself, to themselves? But I also said, I know people. I'm sure you do as well. You must know someone who speaks in a way that makes it clear that they think they are superior. They sincerely believe that they are superior of others. Now, I said I was going to say something about uh, aggression, aggressive, aggressiveness, aggressivity. Holy cow. Aggressivity. No, <laughs> no. Aggressiveness. Yes, yes. Okay. So... It says in the book that providing a proper outlet for aggression is as important, if not more so, than providing for love and tenderness. And in my book, I wrote kickboxing. So, for example, if you've ever been, if you do martial arts, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you've never done that, but you've maybe been to a hardcore body pump class or uh, you've hiked a mountain or something that is physically really, really hot. Maybe you have moved, uh, you've moved like lifting heavy furniture or heavy garden work. That kind of physical ah, makes you feel, hopefully, makes you feel stronger. I mean, you get stuff out of your system. When I go into my garage, I first use the um, kick, like the bandage to tie up my hands really hard so that I can punch really hard. Then I put the gloves on. Then I put the music on and I close the doors and then I go and I punch the bag until my shoulders burn like fire. And then I just keep going, keep going. And 
I shared with my fellow coaches this morning, when I do that, I feel like uh, G.I. Jane. I feel like the Sigourney Weaver in Alien. I feel like Rocky. I feel like the Gladiator. I feel like all of them, the Superwoman, in one single body. Unstoppable. Yeah. So getting aggression out of you makes you feel very strong. Very strong. And then I also agree with the statement that it helps you express love and tenderness even more so when you can uh, clear out some of the tension. Uh, okay, okay, okay. One more thing here I want to share. Um, work remains... Yeah, no, not this one. Sorry. Um, it, it stops here with... Um, if you imagine a guided torpedo, like you shoot it off, you have put in the GPS coordinates for its destination, and off it flies. But it's not going to go a straight line and just hit the target. It's going to go. It's going to go slide off a little bit to the right, and then you have to course correct, like tick 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 tick, bring it back, and then oops, that was a little too much. So you go tick 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 back to the right or the left, wherever you took it, and so the whole journey is a matter of course correcting until it hits a target. And it says very intelligently in the book, you cannot correct your course if you are standing still. So if you are, you have this fear of failure to the point where you don't take action because what if I fail? Well, you're never ever going to succeed. And the other option of being feeling like you're already perfect, you're so superior that you're not even going to try. Well, how are you going to succeed then? If you try at nothing, how are you going to succeed at anything? Yeah, so... Um, I loved this morning's conversation because it made me feel like, huh, maybe there's something more I can learn here. Yeah, I felt like there's a space or room for growth. Uh, I felt inspired to be a better version of me. I, I even felt, to be very clear, I felt like I'd like to be more like Jill, my friend who expresses herself uh, we were speaking in particular about judgment, how we judge people, because we do. It is impossible not to judge, to have an opinion. And sometimes we're not so nice in our opinions. And, and Jill gave the example of uh, she was in a supermarket. In front of her, there was this lady who was wearing leggings and they were ripped and they were not in good shape. And on the back of them, there were tigers. And, and Jill shared that she, she thought, oh, my, what on earth made you feel that this was a good outfit? And I just smiled and I felt like, wow, Jill, you're such a nice person because that's not what I would have thought. I'm not going to share what I would have thought, but it would not be that nice. I would be, yeah, if it was a young person, I would wonder, are you your mom and dad blind? Um, something like that. If it was a, an adult, it would not be nice. I can tell you that. So when we ended the conversation, I got some feedback because I shared how I feel about failure and I don't look at failure as some like a thing I look at projects and yeah I want to win them I want to achieve um, succeed of course um, yeah I want great results when I don't get the result I want I don't consider it a failure I've considered an attempt that didn't go as I want and uh, so I expressed my immense passion for for the winning for the succeeding uh, and it was suggested that then I must hate failure I must hate losing but I don't and so we I'm not gonna say that we argued but we 
had a discussion and um, conclusion is that two persons wanted me to maybe, well, they saw things in me that I don't, I feel I don't have them. I don't see it at all. So what is it then? Do they see things I don't see, meaning I'm operating in my blind spot or do they see things, are they projecting their own fears and their own beliefs and thoughts on me and I actually do not have them or is it a combination of the two is there some is it something in in the middle um I do know one thing every time you feel convinced that no 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 you 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 don't know what you're talking about you're not right and someone else has another opinion I know for a fact that there is another perspective somehow somewhere there is another perspective Who's right? Who's wrong? What is better? That we don't know. But the fact that there is another perspective makes me crazy curious to find out what it is. That's why I said I was, I felt like there was an opportunity for further growth and education and I felt inspired to be a better person. So if any of what I've shared resonates with you or you think that, yeah, that's me or no, that's not me at all. Um, maybe, maybe it's an opportunity to look at another perspective. So um, my expression for this chapter is that it's about people who don't take responsibility for their situation, for their results. And my friend Nigel expressed it in, in another way, uh, maybe nicer. He said, the chapter is about people who cannot prog- progress, meaning they're stuck. And I, I can't help myself, but then I have to say, well, if you cannot progress, if you're stuck, it means that you're living in victimhood. You're not taking responsibility for um, finding a way to move forward, making an attempt to do it differently. Um, and if you're in victimhood, then my opinion is that you're not taking responsibility for your situation. You're, you've given up. Maybe you come to a point in life where, where you, you just have to give up. You feel like there's nothing else I can do. I then, if you are there right now, I really, really hope that you find encouragement or inspiration somewhere to maybe let go, uh, leave the project that you've been working on, whether that is business, health, a relationship, um, maybe it's time to let it go. Uh, or maybe there's another way you can do it. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Failure can only exist if you have some attachment to the outcome, right? So can you let go of the attachment? Let it go, let it go. The cold never bothered me anyway. So I don't know the lyrics, you there? Um, but yeah, I like this question. Do you have more success or failure in your life right now? Hmm? If you feel like, if you look at it, and you're like, oh my goodness, I have so much success going on right now. Maybe it's time to celebrate. Yeah. If you feel like, oh, there's just, I'm, there, nothing is happening. I'm just at the same place, doing the same things, complaining about the same things, seeing the same people, eating the same food, avoiding the same gym. <laughs> uh, maybe it's time to shift something. Or so you don't get stuck in that. What is the saying now? The definition of insanity. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. If you want better results and you're operating 
through your failure me mechanism, just repeating patterns that are not getting you forward, just sign up to my coaching program. I like how I ended that. Yeah, you actually can now. It's open for enrollment. Look at your life. Do you have more success or failure right now? What can you do about it? Is it time to celebrate or do you need to make some changes? Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you soon.